0: Hey, this is Adam Richman from Food Network UK, and you are feasting your ears on the Hotspur Podcast. Come on, you Spurs. Come you Spurs. you Spurs. we're up, up, and we are the
1: Super Spurs. Everybody knows we the football connoisseurs. Seven top Wonder the number eight is coming up. we
2: Yeah. Welcome to a brand new Hot Spurs podcast. It is Monday, the twenty second of November, twenty twenty one. I am Steve in the East Essex, and on today's show we have got ex model, future father of Spurs legend Chris McKee. It's Colin McKee. How you doing, Carl?
1: Yeah, I'm doing good. Me, I'm doing good. Good to be on.
2: <laughs> and also we've got. Well, how about this? We've got podcasting royalty. The original, uh, what was yeah. it? Uh, Tot- Tot- Tottenham. Uh, I can't even remember the name of it, Jace, we right. Jason McGovern. Anyway, how are you doing, Jase? Oh, he's frozen. Oh, oh no, he's fra- it's just like being on Last Word on Spurs.
0: Not too bad, mate. I can't be a model like Colin, but
2: <laughs> but what was the show that we were on, Jase? This is opus Jace, what were we on initially?
0: Uh was
2: Tottenham Football For, Fancast, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Tottenham Football Fancast with Kev and with Paul, Kev teacher, and Paul and,
0: teacher and
2: Andy. Andy, yeah. Andy Commons, that's right. Brilliant.
1: Yeah. Right. I think, I think actually, Steve, was yeah. there a question? Why is this? I know you're probably going to go through them, but I think there was a question about that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's about when when we first started. So we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But let's get straight into it while well, Jay sorts out somewhere in his... Uh, Look at that, he's got a beautiful Tottenham room there. Uh, while Jay sorts himself out, let's uh, talk about uh, Spurs-Leeds. So, Cole, what are your thoughts? Uh,
1: well, I don't think I want to say too much about the first half anyhow. It was one of the worst halves of football I think I've ever seen, and probably like yourselves, I think we were all quite excited about Obviously, we've got the new manager in, and let's see the difference. Obviously, he was training with most of the guys that weren't on in international duty, um, but I think I was really excited to see, you know, the tempo was maybe going to be lifted and see what way we were maybe going to perform different. And I think like us all just sat in shock for 45 minutes and couldn't believe what I was watching. It was uh, one, of, one of the worst halves of football I think I've ever seen in my life. And I was panicking, panicking coming halftime, especially going the goal down and didn't know where where we were maybe going to change it. And I think I tweeted out as usual, like I do jumping on the bandwagon of uh you know new manager, same average players and that that's what worries me still, you know, but look, in my opinion, January can't come quick enough, and hopefully hopefully there's gonna be some kind of backing backing for the manager, but it it was it was a really, really hard watch, but obviously second half, which I'm sure we'll get into. You know, you could see the tempo lifted. We seemed to push up. I think he said after the game, you know, we changed the tactics. I think he was a bit shocked by Leeds, by the way Leeds played, and Calvin Phillips dropping into the back four. And, you know, I think it's good to see that we've got a manager now that maybe has a plan B, a plan C, a, you know, a plan D, where he was able to, you know, change things. And uh, I think he put us nearly man, man-to-man marking on Leeds and really forced them back. And, uh, and you know, we pushed up the pitch, and uh, a bit more energy about it, So cannot complain. Three points at the end of the day, which was the most important thing yesterday.
2: Yeah, I fell asleep. I I, I literally <laughs> was in the stadium, and at one moment, I've like slipped on my hand <laughs> and actually fell asleep. Uh, it was dreadful. I've got to let the dog out. Jace, tell us what, you, what your thoughts are.
0: Like, like Colin, first half, first half, I thought, have we still got Nuno? no No, no pressing, <laughs> no front foot. No, no passing, just sloppy play all over the place. And and as Colin said, I thought, Jesus, this team really has gone. Because it don't seem to matter what manager we've got. It's just horrendous, first half. But uh, And then even the first, really, first, first 10 minutes of the second half, they had those two or three corners, leaves uh, and we struggled to get the ball clear. And I thought, the second goal's coming, the second goal's coming. But then... About 55 minutes, 60 minutes, we started to get a, a grip of the game. And in the end, you know, perhaps could have scored more than we did. But but there's a lot of work to do. But, you know, Colin's right. We, we've got to get to January. But there's still it's nine league games until January. It's crazy. We, You know, from the weekend gone to New Year's Day, we were going to play 10 league games, 13 games in all in the Cup. So there's a hell of a lot of this. You know, I caught with the season there to go until that transfer window so you know you've got to pick up your points and you've got to improve performances otherwise you'll be in a in a terrible position come that window
2: i know i i, I listened to one of the questions that they said to uh, antonio after the game and they said oh january what an important month oh, sorry uh december what an important month coming up and i was like yeah so is january so is february so is march April and May, well, they're the most important. So it, it, it comes thick and fast, and that's why we love it, isn't it? Because you know that this is it now. Uh, those blimmin' internationals are all gone, thank goodness for that. And uh, we've got a feast of football coming up. Um, I, in my view, that that uh, that game summed up Spurs uh, from what I've seen for the last thirty-five years. Really, uh, you know, I've said it before many times. I've seen first halves. Uh, like that, so, so many times, where um, we, just, we don't come out the gates, we, we're not ready, as as Gary Neville always likes to say about us, and um, we're just uh, you know, absolutely dreadful. You have your halftime hot dog or burger or whatever, and you just stand there going, "What are we doing? What, why can't we come out the, the gates rocking? Why can't we? Why can't we string a pass together? We don't know. We, we don't know what's going on." Um, and in the second half, uh, it all flipped around, um, and uh, you know we got the passion back. Uh, we 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 managed to uh, you know, create some chances finally, um, and it was. But it was it was that crazy thing. I think we saw you know just comparing it to other people's first games. Um, Jerry Francis remember we were 3-0 down uh against Aston Villa was it and we came back to 3-3 uh under Klinsman and then I think um Dean Saunders scored in the last minute if you can remember that one um and 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 I think um I think it's it's quite quite uh uh usual for us to look absolutely dreadful in the first half uh <clears throat> and, and come back in the second half it's it's very common but uh, I, I want us to be like well, like Chelsea and, and back, Arsenal back in the day, coming out the blocks flying. Why can't we see that, Jase?
0: Well, it was interesting, wasn't it, when he said that um, he he wanted to play compact and standoff because he knew we couldn't play that way for 90 minutes. So that's, that's a terrible indictment on the past two years that we've got a team that is just not fit to press football. Bearing in mind, most teams now play pressing football. That is yeah. the, the modern game, isn't it? And and he obviously thinks after two weeks, do you know what? I haven't got players that can do it. So you know, I mean, what the hell have they been doing, mm. fitness wise, for the past two years that we are so out of shape we can't press the ball? It's it's shocking, absolutely yeah. shocking. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It, 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 and it's
0: really,
2: not just one. just 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 on that call. Yeah, and it's not as if he's gone in and gone. Okay, well you're you're not fit, you're not fit, you're not fit, but you are. You
1: you've looked after you, you've looked after yourself. Like no one's
2: looked after themselves. Everyone's unfit. What do you reckon, Carl?
1: Yeah, no, no, a hundred percent. And as Gia says, there, you know, it, it is scary to think that way. But I think as fans, we've all sort of been thinking that as well. And you know, obviously, we don't see what goes on in the background, but. You know, if you, if you look at players there, uh, you know, the likes of a Delhi you know, that was a big thing for me coming into this game on Sunday. I went to myself, right, he's had 10 days with the non-international players, or the guys that weren't away. And <clears throat> I sort of went, right, Undembele and Dele Alli were my two the, two, the two main players in my head. Let's see if they start this game. Because we knew Skip uh, was obviously suspended for the game, Romero was out, and I really went, this will be interesting to see if the two, any of these two guys start the match. And when I mean, I've seen the both of them on the bench, I think it just it just told us everything that that we maybe need to know about these guys. And, you know, I look don't get me wrong, I absolutely love Deli Alley for what he's done over the year you know, those previous years. But, you know, I've seen him coming into the ground again, you know, another new hairstyle and I just I just want to grab hold of Deli Alley and say, go back to that old haircut, you know. I know, I know it doesn't make make you a bad footballer haircut, but, you know, just, you know, get it shaved, look, look trim, look fit again, and and just come out and show us. But look, obviously in those 10 days, he didn't see what he wanted to see. And I think if you remember when Ali even came on, you could see him chastising Ali for not closing down, uh, you know, straight away. And Ali, Ali looked lost, in my opinion, when he did come onto the game, but... It's frustrating because they're the kind of players that we need in our team. You know, we need some creativity in the in that midfield to create these chances. You know, we're playing with Hoiberg and Winks, and you know, there's just we just don't have that final ball that that final pass. You know, in the team, and I think a lot of us were hoping that these two guys might have shown something, but it does worry me that they haven't. But look, if they haven't, the big difference with this manager is he will change things. You know, the, these guys I don't think will be hanging about Tottenham for, for too much longer if, if they're not going to go his way. Go on, Jace. what do you reckon?
0: Well, I feel like the, the balance, I feel for a little bit for for Skip and, and Hoiberg. You know, last year, Hoiberg was excellent, and, and this year people are on his back, and, you know, he's not creative. But last year, nobody wanted him to be creative. Last yeah. year, we all appreciated the fact that he, he went and won the ball, made interceptions, blockings and things like that, and then let the others play. This year, this year people are suddenly wanting to be a, a creative player as well as a destructive player. And I think that's hard. I look at, I look at the successful Conti side at Chelsea, and they, more or less their midfield two was Matic and Kante. And you wouldn't say that's got lots of creativity, but you had Alonso, Moses, Azard, Costa, William. So, you know, it was it was the the front three and the two wing-backs that do it. But I look at Royal and So-So, I'm not so sure it's going to work out great, if I'm honest. Yeah. Uh, on we know, sometimes his final ball, is, he gets his goal, yes, but poor defending for their goal. Lucas Mora running into blind alleys, not like Eden Hazard would have done. And, and more and more criticism comes Hoiberg's way. But the other thing I would say is, I find that Heiberg and Skip and and Winx to a degree are now paying the price. People are annoyed that they can't create. But our creative players are supposed to be and Dombalay and LaCelso. And we're taking out our frustration that those two don't create on Winx and Heiberg and and Skip.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, these two players, and and Delhi's in that as well. None of those three can hold a place down, none of those three can impress under Mourinho, under Nuno, under Conte, you're right, because they've they've trained over two, and I'm thinking, until we solve that conundrum of those three players, we're asking everybody else and criticising every else for not doing the jobs that those three players are supposed to do. And I think, look at those three players before we look and, and criticise the others in midfield, because those are the three that should be creating, should be getting forward, providing goals and assists. And they don't. Yeah, don't. So
2: We've wow. just had just an international break. The um, Chelsea has been off um, and, and other players, whatever, but, but the, the, the creative players, Ali... Uh, Tangai, you know they, they, they've stayed at the club they've been there for two weeks with without the distractions of Sun Kane what are they doing on the training pitch what are they doing coming in in the morning with this new boss you know why, why isn't Deli Ali coming in and going uh higher uh, you know what uh, I'm going to be honest with you my career is absolutely plummeted Uh, There's no other word for it. He was on top of the world. He was absolutely brilliant. You know, if you remember rightly, and we're going to go right back to Wembley here, the first Wembley season, he scored a goal against, I'm going to say Reading, maybe not Reading, but he scored a goal. um, And I think think we won the game 1-0 or 2-0. And he didn't celebrate because at the time, everyone was talking about him being the one that was going to get the big move. And uh, he he almost had the hump because he he almost do you remember he was all thinking opening
0: opening weekend of the season or something that's right yeah I'm
2: I'm too good I'm too good for this Tottenham team uh, even though top four so that's how good he was scoring in World Cups you know scoring great goals Uh, I think he scored a brilliant goal against in an international I uh, I seem to remember but absolutely fantastic and so his career has plummeted in uh, you know since the since the uh uh, the champions league final um why isn't he coming in and going right boss what can i do what would you like me to do you know it it, does it simply come down to the fact that he's got he's got a gorgeous girlfriend he's got all the money he wants and he couldn't care less what do you reckon cole
1: yeah i i think (laughs) i think it might be hard to do with it um, we might all be the same if we had all the money in the world and a gorgeous to girlfriend too. <laughs> right, I
2: knew I, I knew that would be your answer. So we go to uh, 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 Jason. What do you reckon,
0: Jason? <laughs> I think he's just been now out of form for so long that uh, it's three years now since we saw the best of Delhi, and uh, I don't think you can just click it on like that now. It's 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 almost. I think we all feel that he's probably the move. I mean, I've loved Delhi Ali, and we argue about it in the group because I'd still sooner see Ali in my team than Ndombele because I say, at least I know I've seen things from Delhi.
1: Yes. I've
0: seen him decisive in big games. So at least I know he can do it. Whereas Ndombele and Laselso, I'm still waiting to see it. Mm. So I, I have sympathy for, or I have, a, I have an affinity towards Delhi for that. But it's,
1: yeah.
0: it's so long now that. that I always look at it and I think when I see Son and Kane, I expect them to play well. They don't always play well, of course not, but I expect them to play well. But now you've reached the stage with with Delhi and and, and that where you you kind of hope they play well, but actually you're more surprised if they do play well than if they're they're crap, and mm. and that's the sad, sad reality. Yeah. Of Dele do, now. do you
1: do you it's think possible. Jason? I said this like a Spurs guy I was chatting to the other day i work and. I said to him, I, I have a feeling, do you think Delhi misses that Ericsson type player or Ericsson? I, I, because... I definitely think because with, with Delhi,
0: whilst, whilst he's one of those midfield players, I've never found him, he was never the eye of the pass player, was he? Yeah, he could play yeah. a little one-two on the edge of the box, but his real strength was getting on the end, you know, the goal at Chelsea when he's on the end of of uh, Eric Dyer's ping and, and the Toby yeah. pings to him and... Getting onto, I mean, he scored more six-yard goals than, than Harry Kane used to get six-yard goals. It was just, yeah. in at the right, you look at the two against Conte's Chelsea, the two headers at White Hart Lane, both almost on the edge of the six-yard box, getting onto an Ericsson ball. So I think Delhi needs somebody to create for him to be the best Deli and to be off of Kane. But, you know, modern football doesn't allow us to, or, you know, the 3 43s and things like that doesn't allow that person to exist. But it's yeah. up to Delhi yeah. to have adapted his game, and actually he hasn't, has he? And yeah. I, I think Delhi, when I look at his England career, where where England's originally under South Southgate, you had Sterling, Rashford, Kane, so Delhi had to play deeper. He never played well for England that way either. It's as if he can't yeah. adapt to the modern midfield box to box player. And yet, strangely, was he was there at Milton Keynes. Yeah. But it's yeah. as if he played too long as the as the second striker at Tottenham, and now he thinks I can't do anything else. And yeah, it, it yeah I, 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 I
1: agree. Second Sorry, thing. Steve. Sorry, go on, Steve. Whatever. I I totally agree, and I think that's where the formation back in the day when we had that top team under Potts and the way Ericsson, you know, played that, and he was able to get forward and, as you say, arrive in the six yard box or get the end of those. I think unfortunately for him in the past two three years. The formation of the team and the quality not being there has really damaged them. And I think you're right. I just don't think he can possibly play any other position because we can't play him out on the wings. We can't play him as one of the, you know, as one of the two or that number ten. You know, it, it just doesn't work for him. It just doesn't work, and it, it's it's really really sad. It, it really is because I think we all have, as you said earlier, that that feeling for Delhi because we know what's there. But I think. Unfortunately for the for the guy, it's it's maybe time that he needs something fresh, you know, to start, you know, and that under Conte as well with this demand and the way he's going to want to play his football, it's probably just not going to suit the guy. Uh,
2: desperate, desperate for him to do well, but you know, in the last mm-hmm. two weeks, rather than getting a get a haircut and sorting himself out, he's got a couple of pink pink streaks <laughs> in his hair. That's the that's yep. that, that's what that's what he's been up to for the last two weeks. We, had, we didn't see Tangai in Dembele, obviously, at uh, uh, the weekend, possibly because of, uh, well, again, just, just not fit. Um, and, uh, you know, so that, that was quite a, that was, again, a massive, uh, you know, thing that you take away from that. He's had two weeks. He's not been away on international duty. Conte's looking at it and going, uh, no, not, you know, not for me. Um, so, you know, second half, though. We came out, um, and I think we had a couple of chances, didn't we? Hit the post with Kane, um, and then uh, they they had a couple of great chances, and then luckily, uh, you know, got the, got a the couple of goals. It was a strange atmosphere in the stadium, I got to say. Uh, the two goals were were uh, you know were were, were decent, um, and uh, but you know desperate, for, obviously for Kane or Son to get the goals for our Premier League uh, uh, fantasy football teams, uh, but. Uh, in the in the end, of the, the the two lads got it, and then you know with the game sort of as it was going, did you see it being two two, or how did you see that game finishing, Jase? Were you worried?
0: Yeah, a little bit for sure because Leeds Leeds kept going forward, didn't they? And they they I always find with Daniel James, he actually actually had a very good game yesterday against us, but normally he makes the wrong decision and things, Daniel James, when he gets into positions to. To do something. And, and with a couple of better passes, they, they would have had more chances.
2: I thought um, he looked terrific.
0: But then came unusually, a couple of times with a break in that later on in the game where you think, right, now play the pass. And even he was sluggish and took the wrong decision, didn't he? So we had chances yeah. to get the third on the break. They had chances. But um, it, when, when there's only one goal in it and you know how many mistakes we can make defensively, <laughs> you're never relaxed, are you?
1: Yeah, no, I, 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 never, absolutely.
0: Never. <laughs> Although I have to say I thought Eric <clears throat> Dyer had a really good game Yesterday yeah. for us and, yeah. and actually Sanchez when he came on Did okay uh, yeah. Considering it's, it's never easier I think for the centre half To come on than, than it is for Other players but they actually defended Those two pretty well yesterday so That's, that's one plus but you, you know that that mistake is in them At some stage isn't it
2: He had some pair of boots on didn't he or Sanchez When he came on did you see that <laughs> <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> so that's good. I mean, Dyer is, you know, I've, I've said it before that, you know, I know from my uh, knowledge of of who works at Spurs that, that Dyer is the one who is, is the Mr. Tottenham, if you like, in terms of always asking the question, brilliant professional, you know, like Kane. Um, and, and that's, you know, that's why the new manager is always going to pick Dyer. Um, because he's got such a brilliant attitude. Um, and it's great to see another, a, a bit like, I suppose, if we were talking a year ago and we were saying, uh, you know, what we're saying now about Deli Alley, we were saying it, I was certainly saying it about Dyer because I never, uh, I, I always wanted him to come back. He's not, you know, back, back as he was, but, you know, and I still think, well, do you know what? Centre centre back, you know, he played well yesterday, and 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 I'm not sure not sure we need another defensive central midfielder. Um, but it's good to see him doing well. Um uh, Sanchez, as you say, did all right. Uh Rodon's nowhere on on the scene, so you don't know what's gone on there, although obviously he did go away with Wales. Um let's have a think about um going forward then. Just,
0: just a second, Stephanie. Go on, Jace. I was going to say with with Dyer and what we're talking about with Dyer and Delhi, they had that romance, didn't they, for a long time. You barely see them together now. yeah, and it's as if Dyer yeah. has realized I'm three years older, more mature, uh, and he's he's gone down, you're right, the the, the far more professional route. And Delhi's drifted away from him because he's he's just hasn't adapted to the to the professional demands that has been on him. And you know, the boohoo adverts and the, the gaming and things like that. I'll stay up late and have a, have an extra game of Fortnite and things. And I think Eric Dyer's just got different interests and the and the two have, have kind of just drifted up not obviously not dislike each other, but you you rarely see them together now.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's a good point. And so I know you're gonna move on to another issue as well, Steve, but just come back to saying about you know, we're you nervous that we were gonna, you know, was gonna finish two two or we're gonna throw it away. <clears throat> I certainly was like the rest of us because that's what it is when you're a Spurs fan. But did you not feel and you were in the ground, Steve? I don't know if you were you at the game, Jason. No, worked. No, uh,
0: I, I literally just about got into a kickoff.
1: Okay, and I think and what I was delighted about was when when Antonio Conte started to get the crowd going with that eight minutes to Let's go. Talk because that, if,
2: Let's talk about yeah, that. Let's talk about that. I thought that was brilliant. brilliant.
1: Yeah, it's one thing that always annoys me when I'm sitting. And I know I'm in Northern Ireland and I can't get to all the games. But whenever I'm there at the ground, it's so quiet. Even at White Hart Lane, there's like this, you know, eerie feeling. We're all nervous and everybody. But we, we need to now as a crowd come together. And once he'd done that and the noise went up in that stadium, I know for me watching it on TV, I felt completely different. I felt confident that we were then going to get the result. And I think you could see it in the players and it just lifted. And it's something at that stadium, you know, with 17,500 fanatical supporters behind that behind that goal, the rest of it is maybe sort of, you know, there's a lot of obviously people going to the stadium now because of what it is. And it's a day out for them. But for guys like us, who would have walked out of that stadium nearly in tears if we had lost that game and angry, you know, we need that. We need those supporters to keep singing keep going on and keep putting that noise out you you did you did
2: mention in there though cole that the spurs fans are sitting there nervous and that's what it is it's not that we're uh i don't know disinterested bored whatever it is can't you yeah. know, too cool for school i literally sit there biting my fingernails <laughs> and when he when he did the whole like come on let's get going i thought yeah. it was great and i was like yeah come on Snap out of it, let's sing. And and we did, and it was great. Uh, I I thought we chose the wrong song though, because we did the very slow, oh, when (laughs) the I was like, we need something snappier than this. Um, Obviously that song gets going later and uh, good old, um, we love you Tottenham, we do. When did did we stop singing that? Uh, But it was great, but saying that, and I'm going to say this, if that was, say someone at the Emirates, if that was Arteta doing that to the crowd at the Emirates, We'd be taking a mickey a little bit, weren't we going? <laughs> so, but I thought it was great, and and, and, and from yeah. uh, you know, and from all the managers in the past stroking their beards, sitting crossed crossed arms on the seat, you know, doing nothing, uh, you know, we've we've got a manager now which Cole, me and you certainly have spoken about, he's gonna, he's got heart on his sleeve, he's kicking every ball, he's angry, he's delighted. I mean, the, the celebration at the end, yeah. I mean, I gave my son a little hug, but <laughs> he went mad. Uh, did you like that, Jase? He's, you know, celebrating the win, like it's winning, winning the World Cup. What's the future? She's <laughs> the
0: few stinging hands from the high fives. Oh, you?
2: you're right. <laughs> oh, <that hurts. laughs> but did you like that, Jace? Yeah. Did you like that that uh, that celebration from him at the end? Mm. Or, were you going, or were you like, no, you didn't like it, did you, Jace? You're like, no, cal- cal- all right, matter, calm down, mate.
0: mate. No, don't get me wrong. I, 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 it's not that I didn't like it, but there's that little bit of me that says, we've just beaten 17th place Leeds 2-1 at home with their four <laughs> best players missing. Yeah. Yeah. Know, a little bit like, um, do you remember Klopp? When he first oh. did the thing in front of the cop when they drew 1 1 with West Brom.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he thought,
0: Come on, mate, it's 1 1 with West Brom. So, yeah. you know. They, see what happened to that, though. Well, exactly. <laughs> that's what it's led to. And, and, you know, maybe we do need that. So I wouldn't say I, I disapproved, but yeah. I thought, yeah. you know,
1: it's just. I, I think we need it. I really do. And I think for the supporters to see that, you know, I th- you, you're there, Steve, obviously at the ground. I think for the first time, I couldn't tell you when, the whole crowd's behind this manager, Yeah. you know, there's nobody is disappointed and he has his Chelsea connection, you know, obviously Mourinho was Mourinho and he didn't really have any of the crowd in the ground, but for the first time what I'm seeing coming across on the TV and in everything, everybody is delighted, you know, we've got Italian flags and welcome Antonio and there's a great atmosphere about it and I think that's another thing that we needed as fans. Jace, and I
0: think, I think Jace, as well. You're Jace, right, did you,
1: Just on that, Jace, did you want Poch back?
0: No.
2: No. Okay. No, 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 no. Not. No, go on. What were we going to gonna say,
0: say? Not to say I never would. I just think it, it's still a bit too early, and the problems that made Pochettino leave are still there. Yeah. So you know, I can't see why it would be any different the second time round. Yeah. Um, so, But I, I just find, I think maybe with, with Conte, you know, football, I'm not saying he was acting or hamming it up, but, you know, his comments about passion afterwards and the, the fact that he was stirring the crowd up with those minutes to go, maybe it is a signal, you know, part of it is, right, if they see me on the pitch being this way, that it becomes an infectious attitude and I think you're right, that that's where Klopp is very clever with it, he, he gets them going and it yeah. and it does become infectious and so the next game, there might just be that little bit more passion, and the next time, and the next time, and you get that snowball effect. And so I think he's just trying to trying to drive that at the moment. And yeah. I can understand why he's doing that for sure. Yeah, 100%. I don't think
2: he hammed it up, Jace. I, I think that was I think that was a um, uh, genuine. Yeah, you know, he's yeah, worked with yeah. the boys. He's got this job. He knows how blimmin' difficult it is. A win, a win is so important. I mean, I looked, I was looking at that that table all sunday morning trying to work you know seven negative seven uh, so we're obviously not going to get above walls but i'm looking at it going right win that one win that one get up there west ham lost da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah and, uh, yeah it's just it's so and I, and and the, well, the big thing i thought is if we lose this one and we don't win we are a, a long way behind um yeah. but uh look let, let's go through a couple of questions here um Oh, and on that, on hamming it up, uh, Mourinho. When we when we got into the Europa Cup, when we drew one one with Crystal Palace. <laughs> Palace? Oh. Now that that was hamming it up.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> we we drew with Palace, and we nearly lost that game. By the way. Oh, right, we got. I...
1: Oh, no. Don't make Don't We, <laughs> Please,
2: we don't got make. a uh, Irish league stats man. First time I've heard from him. Uh, we got some yep. we got some good, new, uh, good Spurs,
1: man. Good Spurs,
2: got, man. Oh, you know him, do you? Yeah. Not, all right, okay. So is Harry Kane going through the motions until he gets his move, or is the quality from the rest of the squad not good enough to have him firing all cylinders? Just on Harry Kane, Jace. Um, and we'll come to you as well, Carl. but we've got Jace, you know. Oh, yes. So we've got what to ask you, 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 know. Uh know, when I, you know, you're like me, Jace, You listen to a lot of podcasts, Fighting Cock, Last word on Spurs is brilliant. Spurs show all the rest of them. What annoys me, and I always, I you know, shout at the radio as they used to say, it's when they say Harry Kane wants to leave, and they say, you know, turn on Sky Sports in the morning. There were the four different people. Harry Kane wants to leave. 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 Harry Kane doesn't want to leave. Harry Kane wants to join Manchester City. Do, do, do you see that, Jace, Or does Harry Kane just want to leave? What do you think?
0: I don't think Harry Kane wants to leave. I don't think Harry Kane wants to join Manchester City. I think Harry Kane wants to win trophies at Tottenham. Right. And it's as simple as that. And it's the fact that we can't win them or or the opportunities or he sees the club drifting away. I think if, if Tottenham go in January and spend, I don't know, 200 million and we suddenly get six or seven top-class players... He won't want to join Manchester City. He wants that belief there that we're a club that's going forward and, yeah. and can challenge for trophies. And I think if you say to him, do you want to challenge for trophies at Tottenham or at Manchester City? He wants to challenge for trophies still at Tottenham. The difference is he doesn't believe we can do it anymore. And that's why he was suddenly as, as, as flirting with, with other clubs. But I think deep down inside, the reality is like like the two of us would be, we want to see it at Tottenham. And it's just that we've got to convince him that you can still achieve at Tottenham, and it's as simple as that. But yes, in the summer, uh, don't get me wrong, he wanted to leave in the summer, um, and the, the circumstances of the summer were difficult. But you know, it's, it's not our fault. Manchester City didn't value him as as much as we did. Yeah, but it's not our fault. Manchester City didn't value him anywhere near as much as they were reported to value him. Yeah, like you, you know, say, that wanted- much as Grealish.
2: He wanted to join Man City. He didn't want to leave to go to Man United, for example. No, uh, he couldn't exactly. have gone to he couldn't have gone to Chelsea. Maybe, a, maybe you know, uh, if, if Lewandowski would have moved on, gone to Bayern Munich, but no, because he said he wants to stay in England. So, you know, by a deduction, the only club he's going to go to is Man City. Um, now, you know, someone said to me. That Newcastle, with all their funds, with all their money, um, that uh, he's... Why don't they just offer 160, say, there you go, there's our first buy. And I've got West Ham fans, I've got Everton fans, I've got Crystal Palace fans going, perfect. There we go, he wants to leave Tottenham. And the reason that they say this is because for the last year, or certainly since the Gary Neville interview... All they've had pumped into their head every single time they switch on BBC Sport, talk sport, anything else is uh, Harry Kane wants to leave. He doesn't want to be at Spurs anymore. He wants to leave. And, and and so they've convinced themselves that, so go to Newcastle. They've got the money now. Just go there.
1: What do you think <laughs> on that, Cole? Yeah, no, you're exactly right. And yeah, The problem would be he goes to Newcastle. He's going to have a couple of years in the championship. And then he's going to have to wait another three or four years for they're going to be for top four. So what, what's he going to be, 35? So, uh, no, crazy, crazy. He just he wants, wants to leave, to- doesn't he? He just, yeah, wants, he the just lead. wants to no. leave, yeah. The, you, the two of you put it exactly right. You know, he wants to win stuff at Spurs, but he's realised in the past couple of years, with the way things have been, that he's not going to do it there. What the hope is now that he's seen that we've actually made a stance by bringing in one of the best managers in the world. You know, I thought a big thing yesterday. Did you watch his reaction when Regulon scored the winner? Yeah. He he was as happy as anybody and yeah. was the first guy sprinting after him. That usually doesn't happen. And a top striker who's struggling for goals and like any striker, you want to be the guy to score the winning goal and to get the goal. And even yesterday, he had come off slightly disappointed that he didn't get a goal even over one. His reaction to that goal was the first time probably this season where I've really seen a bit of passion out of him. And I and I thought he had a decent game. He really tried for us yesterday. Ran out a bit of steam at the end, but no. Look, I think I think hopefully you can see what the club's trying to do. And January, and as I said in the last show with you, Steve, next summer mainly will tell a few truths.
2: Jase, what do you reckon?
0: I, like Colin. I, I thought he was better yesterday. He, you saw him start to get into a few physical challenges. I think that's that's what's disappointed me this year. It's not, not so much the lack of Premier League goals because strikers can go through that, but the times we've not seen him really push up with the centre-half, you know, just kind of half-hearted in, in challenges, beaten in the air too easily, things like that, not not really working the centre-halves. And he's definitely, it's definitely performances haven't been the same. But, you know, you'd have thought the, the seven goals in midweek would have got his confidence going a little bit. And so when that, that one came first minute of the second half, I'm surprised he took the first touch because I thought yeah. he just hit it. Normally he would just hit it. And having got yeah. those seven goals, I thought hit it first because it was there to hit first. He time, hit it well
2: he? actually. He didn't fluff it. Uh, no, and the goalkeeper said. But don't forget we've also had no penalties. We haven't had one single penalty, um, and we haven't had a. Uh, um, I always say this right when you're watching
0: Arsenal. We, ha- we have had a penalty. Have we? We won at Wolves with a penalty, but he wasn't on the pitch. Were we? <laughs> oh, I don't that, know, right? But what we haven't had
2: is, you know, when you're like watching um, uh, West Ham or west it's, it happened to West Ham this season, uh, Arsenal, Chelsea, and they go one in up and then five minutes later, one of the opposition players goes goes in two-footed and they get a player sent off and you go, oh, well, why can't we have that? Why can't when we play one of these top sides... One of their players go two footed in on one of our players. See you later. You know, I think I think that I think it happened in the uh, you know the, the, the talk about this uh, sliding doors moment, and it was the uh, the Villa game five five or six years ago. Ben Bentece got sc- sent off. Do you remember just before half time, and, uh, and and the biggest sliding doors moment. Not just that, also obviously the deflected Harry Kane um, free kick. Um, but, yeah, c- come on. Somebody go two-footed on a one-, one of our players. I mean, <laughs> And he still hasn't scored for a free
0: kick ever since.
2: Oh, dear. No, he's terrible on free kicks, isn't he? He's the I'm worst. Yeah, i tell you what. Harry Kane is the worst <laughs> free kick taker I've ever <laughs> seen in my
0: life. <laughs> And every time the <laughs> yeah. commentator says, oh, it's a free and I think, oh, forget it. I'm so pleased that Eric Dyer shoved him out of the way last night. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. He's better yeah. in goal than, than he is at taking free kicks.
0: Get out of the oh, way. Here, I'm,
1: I'm just thinking, Steve, actually, there was a two-footed tackle last week, a, or a few weeks ago against Everton, but it happened in the 95th minute. Exactly. That's <laughs> was that the players, count. so we
2: didn't have would we, to do, let it me me Let me it. Let me get through these questions. Right. Sunny Kate, is there a small part of you that's weary about the whole Conte appointment? Oh, this is cynical. Uh, like, have you bought, bought in completely? Is there a part of you that says this may not work? Uh, right. So is there a part of you that's weary about the whole Conte appointment? No. Like, have you bought no. it in completely? Yes. Is there a part of you that says this may not work? Yes. Because uh, you know he's going to leave in a year and the club will be in a worse state. <laughs> what do you reckon on that jace
0: i think that the whole thing the conte thing i think you you see the enthusiasm you see what he can bring it's it's does the chairman buy into the conte project that's yeah, that's the key that's to the key. It. it's the key it's it's the yeah. key to not just not just bringing players in but if conte goes to him and says i want son and kane out of the club then you have to get son and kane out of the club for conte and it's just, and if the yeah. chairman suddenly says yeah, but you know, I don't really want to say, and we've paid this for him, and it doesn't work with Conte. So, mm. if, if he says, oh, I want Lloris out in January, you have to get rid of Lloris in January. It's, it's that's the Conte project, and yeah. there's a lot of things, isn't there, about you know, he, he'll demand money. But you know, he took Ashley Young and Victor Moses to Inter Milan, mm. uh, he brought Fabregas yeah. back when he was at Chelsea. Fabregas, when he came back, was still a terrific player. But he wasn't at peak Fabregas, was it? Because that had been mm. at Barcelona. It didn't cost him 60, 70 million. He sees, and, and even taking Eriksen was 20 million. It wasn't 80 million, Christian yeah. Eriksen. So it's, mm. I don't think it's necessarily, I want 250 million. But it is, if I come to you and I say, I want to sign Jack Wilshire, I want to sign Jack Wilshire, And don't tell me I can't because he's 34 and there's no yeah. sell-on value. It is, that's my list and you bring me on our list. Yeah. And you're yeah. right.
2: because Big managers, big managers go into clubs and they, they look at a big player. It happens so often. And they go, that player isn't for me. He's yeah. got an attitude problem. We're not going to get on whatever it is. You know, you just go, you go all the way back to David Pleat uh, with Graham Roberts. Yeah. Just didn't like him. Yeah. You know, he wasn't the player for him. Just said, you're not in my plans. Yeah. That's Graham Roberts. Brilliant competitive give you 100% every game and you know it was told no actually you you know you're, you're not the player for me um, and, you know and it's happened at hundreds of other clubs as well um, so we'll see you know we'll see you know who, who he likes and who he doesn't like but I want him to like you say uh, Jace. he's he's got to do it and if he doesn't then he's got to walk away I said it with Jose and I thought that Jose was going to do it I fully expected in the first 6 weeks even for Jose to go on Sky Sports and go blimey you know I you know I can say what I want and he can Jose can say what he wants you know but why would you why would you go to Spurs not get given what you want and and quite frankly he's a bit embarrassing now Jose isn't he from that amazing manager with those amazing trophies now when you talk about Jose it's like yeah past it dinosaur uh-huh. but, yeah well, well, why not go to tottenham and go right i've been promised this this that and the other and then and then i didn't get it so i've walked away and we'd all go thank you thank you now we know but actually levy's come out looking pretty good apart from the fact that he uh let him go six days for a cup final but uh, you know we let that one go <laughs> jace you you refused to do a podcast while Jose was in charge didn't you <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, I mean, I remember when, when we got him, and Colin and I went back forwards a few times in messages. Yeah, <laughs> it, I just I, well, I you know wanted him. Be I know how it's going to be. And it'll just be it'll just be dull stuff where you you're just parked on the edge of your box, and you you know I don't mind counter attack football, for instance. If you, I mean, I look at Brentford, and when they go, six players go. But yeah. under Jose, when we went, Kane and Son went. And nine plate will stay behind the ball. And I thought that's not counter-attacking <laughs> foot, that's so just using terrible. the pace of Son. It's it's and when you're doing that at home to teams in the bottom half of the table, I'm you know, Brighton, I mean Gareth Bale scored the winner last year, didn't he? For us late on. But Brighton outplayed us at home. And I'm yeah, thinking, yeah. you know, how the hell can we be outplayed at home by Brighton? No disrespect to Brighton. I'll enjoy watching Brighton, but and they go to Liverpool the other day and score three and take the game to Liverpool. And, and things like that. And I'm thinking, Jesus, I can't watch this football forever. And That's even good, if we'd yeah. have won, if he'd have stayed in charge and we'd have beaten Manchester City, for my mind, one day in April does not make up for eight months of dross that I have to sit through. It never will do. It, it does for will. a lot of people, Jase. No, I, I accept that. For a lot of people, they'll, they'll take it. But I think, you know, it, it's, it sounds, you know, you used to sit through the wheel of doom for a ticket. And, and you'd sit there, you know, six weeks before a game and you spend two hours through the wheel of doom getting a ticket. And then it's piddling a rain in December and you travel an hour and a half for a game and you do 150 quid for a game. And when I leave that stadium, I want to think, I can't wait to book a ticket on Monday. I don't want to sit there and think, oh, Jesus Christ, now we're playing at home to, to Newcastle, another dreadful game, all in the hope that I might yeah. win something in April. I, I can't be that way. I've got to yeah, enjoy exactly. what I'm watching, and it's it's a, you know Colin. How many how many how much how much does it cost you to come over from Ireland for a game? And you can come oh. over what a couple of
1: times a season? Yeah, well, for for one game for us, you're talking minimum 400, 500 quid. Careful, careful, Carl. You
2: Your wife's in the other room. She doesn't know.
0: So you know so when when you come matter. over, so I can't you, hear you. <laughs> when you come over, and it's cost you four hundred quid, and it's it's Burnley in December or yeah. something. If you don't enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. You know, you can't sit there when you leave the stadium that night and say, "Yeah, but we might win a League Cup in April." You come out of that stadium yeah. and you're thinking, "Jesus Christ, what an awful day!
1: I can't, yeah. I can't face coming back next week." Do you remember that? Um, That's it. 100. How do you remember 100%. that?
2: Do you remember that Crystal Palace game? You came and, and I, was, I, I was lucky enough to go and do a bit of commentary up with um, Daniel. Yeah,
0: punch and miss. And it a yes. punch and miss,
2: yep. and it was the, the worst pass. game of football. That was under Potch, actually. It was a yep. terrible yep. game, but we won I, 2-0. I, that, was,
1: that was Christopher's first game at White Hart, Liam.
2: Oh, it was <laughs> a terrible game of football, wasn't it? Yep. Luckily, there weren't too many Let's just do these questions then. Sonny K, with Potch seemingly being Man United's first choice, do you feel like Spurs missed a trick here? I've always felt Potch had, had come back. I feel he brings sustained success uh, uh, and joy as opposed to... A one-year project. So Sonny K definitely doesn't like Conte, and uh, he, he would have wa- wanted a potch. And on a funny note, he says, "Could you please ask Jace which trophy we're going to win first? There you go, Jace. Got a little super fan there. <laughs> Cole, you are out out of this question. He doesn't want to know about you. If oh, we dear. consult
0: ourselves, <laughs> if we consult ourselves, we have a we're in a quarter final at home. For God's sake. Yeah. Against a good side, West Ham. But, you know, if you can, if you win that quarter, and there's no Manchester City to get past this time, uh, I think those semi-final... When you look at the, the run of fixtures over Christmas, even a semi-final, if you put Liverpool, they may well think, Do you know what, we'll play a, a weaker side, yeah. even then, with Champions League games and things like that. So it's a great yeah. opportunity for us to win that. And I think if we could win that this year, and that's, that's back to its normal February... Cup final day, yeah. you could then say that you get the trophy problem off your back and then you can say, right, full on now for the, the Premier League. And if you actually threw the FA Cup then or you threw the what I call the Checker Trade Trophy, if you've won that League Cup, nobody would actually be really too annoyed if you threw a, an FA Cup and you thought, right, let's go all out for that top four, hopefully with a couple of new players. So that's the hope for yeah. me. Win that Carabao and then really push over the last three months for a top four spot. And let's see where we go.
2: I thought you were going to say the checker
1: trade Euro. Oh, Oh. do
0: you (laughs) know what? If we win it, I won't sell it.
1: I'm embarrassed (laughs) by it. It is embarrassing. embarrassing.
2: embarrassing. We'll beat West Ham in the final of that. No, they're
1: they're doing all right, aren't
2: they? They're going to get through. They're uh, through, yeah. Uh, Just just on A a note, Cole, just on a note here, Tom Cousins, hero uh, hero to the nation. Uh, your return is as eagerly awaited as Gareth Bales. I, he hasn't said if it's the podcast, you, Cole, or Jason, but I'm guessing it's another Jason superfan there.
0: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> what a colleagues. that is. <laughs> uh, brilliant right i think that's all the questions i've got here so let's just finish up by uh by uh, you yeah, know talking about the yeah just the next few uh games and anything else that's come to mind Cole. go on what what are your what are your thoughts on uh, uh what you've been thinking about while working in the shop today what, what are you thinking about saying
1: <laughs> yeah well i've just been looking at the next run of fixtures that are coming up and obviously easy easy peasy right well it's, it's never easy. As, as Jason likes to say, it's never easy going down to Burnley, you know, Burnley away, who haven't won at home for how many games now, Jason?
0: <laughs> well, I think they're about 15 without a win at home. Yeah, I know. Place. Everyone says it's a tough place, a to, tough go, place to, to go. It's a tough place to go. Over
1: 15. <laughs> even Nuno won at Burnley. That's how tough it is. Yeah, I know. That's true. That's true. But no, with, with Burnley away. away. Burnley away on Sunday, Norwich home. And then who was the who was the next one? Brentford? It's another home game, Brentford, Brentford which Brentford, which will be tough. With? Yeah, so you'd like to think, come Brentford, you know we should be, hopefully again in a better place. But you know, great fixtures coming up for us. I think that game yesterday was a massive three points, massive three points for everybody. Um, if we had came away with with a defeat there, I think it might have just slumped all us supporters into the ground again but I think everybody went away happy. We all loved the passion from the new manager on the line. And look, I'm looking forward to the games at the minute that are coming, where before this I wasn't, you know, I had no interest and I'd lost the heart and even I wasn't even getting angry or annoyed anymore. And people know what I'm like whenever Spurs lose. Um, so uh, I think, you know, there's three big games coming up for us, hopefully nine points. We've obviously got the checker trade game coming up, I think, that's Thursday as well. Um so big, big month ahead. Yeah, you
0: know, I just goal, with that actually. with that checker yeah, trade cool. game. With that checker trade, he, I mean he said last night he will rotate and we should we should be good enough to win that game. But it will yeah. be interesting to see if he actually has the other players travelling. Because Nuno that last game in Vitesse mm. didn't even take he left all eleven back in London, didn't he? Mm. And I, yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd have no problem if we did, did the same thing again. I had no problem with it for the Vitesse game. Leave leave the whole lot behind and get them fully focused on the weekend game. But it'll be interesting to see if he takes takes them and also what he does up front. Because if he rotates, so he's going to leave Son and Kane out. Who, who's up front?
1: Yeah, I know. I know. It's, I, it's I don't awful. think, I, I think he will take some because I know the feedback, I think, where Nuno maybe got hurt there was that really what he told all those guys that he took, look, you're You're nowhere near the first 11. You're not near the first 11. And I don't think, I think Conte might be smart and he might leave the likes of Harry Kane behind. And maybe, maybe an Eric Dyer, who at the minute, because Romero's out, he might go, can't afford to lose him, get him injured, leave Lloris behind. So he might leave three or four of those key players out. But I think you'll still see the Hoibergs and the Suns and know just so those these guys and then today it is a squad game and it must have been tough for those guys to think do you know what I wasn't left behind so do you know what I really don't care I really don't care so I think Conte will do it slightly different.
2: We shall see I just just had a thought there while you were talking about uh, how important that Leeds result was it's also really important I think the fact that we were a completely different side in that second half, so that so when you're watching uh, when you're watching Nuno, for example, all those games were in the first half we're dreadful, second half dreadful. Okay, we got a few results here and there, but you're coming away going, what is the game plan here? What is yeah. so obviously? And I think I think Antonio Conte did say that he didn't shout at the guys; he just spoke to them and changed a few things around, and that's what you want, you know. That uh, I think there's a famous story with. Paul Merson, who says that uh, they were two 0 down in a game, and Harry Redknapp went bump bump bump. You go there, you go there, da da da, and they come away winning three two. And you know, to me, that's what a, that's what a, that's what a brilliant manager does. He just goes right. You do this, you do this. You know, famously again, Fergie three 0 down to Spurs, and he just said, "Get the first one, see how we get on." Didn't throw any teacups. You know, one of the one of the, probably the only times he didn't. And uh, yeah, that brilliant. Bit of management, actual proper management um, and passion. Um, so you know we, we can we can have a rotten first half, which is very common with Spurs, but think actually we you know Conte is a proper manager. Got a proper manager, Jace haven't we?
0: Yeah, I think yeah, without a doubt we have. But uh, like I say, it's it's the culture. It's not just him. i I've, I've said it a lot lately. The culture of the club, right from the top, has to change. Through, mm. through the staff of the club, through the supporters of the club, through through players. He can't do it on his own kind. You know, when people talk about, yeah. oh, he's a serial winner. In fairness, Jose was a serial winner. Ancelotti was a serial winner, but couldn't change it round at Everton. It's, it's, and they, they've been serial winners at clubs that target winning as the number one priority. And they're serial winning clubs. So Ancelotti can win at Madrid and Paris and Bayern Munich and Jose can even win a couple of things at Man United and Chelsea and places like that. Because those clubs, the whole thing is geared to winning first and foremost, not to saying we've got to build a stadium and we've got to be in profit and things like that. It's it's a different thing. So, you know, as as good as world class as he is, the culture has to follow with him. And that's my only concern. It won't be that. I feel that he's failed, it will be that people have let him down, which will be maybe why he would fail. Just just the last few minutes then, Jace, just a few questions that
2: have popped into my mind. Enoch out. Uh
0: you, you know what I've always said, there has to be a buyer. I've I've and people say, Well, that's sitting on the fence, you know, which Enoch out, get Mike Ashley in. Want that? <laughs>
2: no, there's loads of buyers. They're in America it's and, like and them out of the air. There's but, loads you know, of there's loads of billionaires, isn't there, Chase? That's what I get
0: no, told. No, and, and people say, yeah, but you know, if, if you're a, a buyer and you want to buy Tottenham, turn up with a cheque, and you know they shouldn't be having to. If 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 they're the buyer that we want, then they shouldn't be haggling over a few hundred grand here and there, should they? Yeah. We want them to come in you know, with a big cheque book and say, Daniel, there's your two and a half billion, and now yeah. I've got another now I've got another half a billion to spend on the team, and I'm gonna going to go rip season ticket prices up. They're going to be 200 quid a season ticket and things. It's going to cost. So I've I, I, if I can turn up with a four billion check, I, I'll be Enoch out. But until that happens, <laughs> the, until that happens, you know, you just have to make the best of it. I'm a, yeah. I'd, I'd love Joe Lewis to, to go crazy and spend it. And I'd love Daniel to be a, a different operator. But until somebody turns up, that's what we've got. That's what
2: I love when you when you say oh they no they're priced priced Tottenham too high oh what you want to sell Spurs on the cheap do you you want you yeah <laughs> I'm not I'm not buying Spurs uh, I'm a multi billionaire homegrown Spurs fan, of course, uh, but I'm not going to buy Spurs because uh, it's too expensive. We don't want that that buyer either, do we? We exactly. want someone to go, I've got all this money I've made on cryptocurrency or whatever it is. Um, I was born in N17, you know, my, uh, <laughs> whatever else you associate with Spurs, I don't buy half and half scarves. I, uh, I I will reduce all the.
0: I I'll I'll,
2: I'll, 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 uh, I'll charge hundred and fifty uh, Deutschmarks per uh, season ticket, just like Bayern Munich do. Which, by the way, that is an absolute load of rubbish. A season ticket does not cost hundred and fifty quid at Bayern Munich. Uh, anyway, um, so you know, it's it's just a case that, um, uh, yes, Enoch out when we've got a buyer, Carl.
1: Yeah, yeah. Totally agree with the two. Yes.
2: What I oh, want to come do on. We can't we can't be like, like like those other podcasts. We've got to disagree on something, surely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what so I would wanna do at the end, I know I know we said earlier, I think it was uh, there was a question obviously about the podcast and how it all started. You yeah, know, let's do that. It's, it's great yeah, it's great to have Jason on again tonight. We we've chatted about you, Jason, on on the pod, I'm sure. Uh hopefully you've heard us. But you know, it's it's just great to have you on again and as you say going back to a long, long time ago when I first met all you guys coming over from Northern Ireland and but Kev, Big Kev was a was an absolute legend on the football fan cast along with Andy and Paul Teacher, as you say and then Steve I think you used to pop on the show and so did Jason and I used to love listening to you guys and it, it was always great and made some I really always, good friends over the years. So it's it's great still to be about, you know.
0: Well you to row about the importance. We used to row about the Europa League, and now we're in the checker
1: trade.
2: <laughs> yeah, now we'll bite your hands off for the Europa League. Hey, Jace, what, what did I always used to write in about to the Tottenham fancast every single week? And then Andy Commons said, right, Steve Robinson, stop <laughs> e- emailing me about this particular thing, particular player. Andy Mayor. Mayor. No, you you oh, didn't Tom like anybody or oh, Tom Huddleston. Tom
0: Huddleston, Tom Huddleston. Tom, yeah, yeah. That's Tom right. Yeah, me mad. So <laughs>
2: anyway, we used to go. I, I I I was desperate to be on the show. Drive two hours from Southend <laughs> to a little flat in uh, in uh, Town or wherever it was. In uh, in in uh, and, and so we also sit there. Andy Commons with the with all the mics and everything. Sit there, have a great chat. And then, I, and then I used to drive home and be so excited that I was on the show. Real good times. And it was only us, uh, the Spurs show, and maybe one or two others. And then I met you, Cole, in the pub. Yeah. And and I was thinking of doing my own podcast anyway. And... He an hey, Jace?
0: Did he asked for a selfie and
1: an autograph. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I said, s- there's Steve from the football <laughs> I,
2: I, I I said, right... Do you want to do it? And you was like, "Yeah, definitely." So, so that's that's how the that's how we started. And the week, I would say, right down to the week that we started, episode one, uh, was when the fighting cock started theirs. And, that's that right. Yeah, I'm. I'm. It was definitely around the same sort of time because I remember them saying that there's a few other podcasts out there. But we want to be like a proper fans one where you're, you know, and, and by the way, Kev with his language, it wasn't about a language thing because Kev was outrageous. <laughs> uh, and it was, a, but yeah, the fighting cock went off on and then we started at the same time and then all the others. There's so many now. It's unbelievable. And Ricky yeah. Sachs. Oh, my goodness. I mean, that guy, uh, he's got a full time job as well. I don't know what he does. <laughs> but he, the hours he puts into that show, and by the way, comes across brilliantly on um, on Sky Sports. You know, when he talks, I'm like, that is he's spot on. Absolutely yep. not not controversial. Just says it how it is. Uh, uh, you know, great stuff.
0: Yeah, he works. He it's tireless. The effort he puts in, absolutely, it's crazy. And particularly with with having a young kid and things like that, it's. Um, Times times when we're recording and the you know the kid wants to go to sleep or whatever and little Leo wants to go to sleep and poor old Rick's Rick's stuck there his missus must must be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but, oh, yeah,
2: and Chris Cowlin's terrific, I think. Um, you yeah, know, obviously Lee McQueen, brilliant. Um, all those boys. Uh, you know.
0: I think as well, where where I'm even more impressed with it is, I mean, I was lucky. I walked away when Mourinho was there. I thought I can't watch this. But they they stomached it for two years. <laughs> Those like that nil nil at Bournemouth. Do you remember? Relegated at yeah. Bournemouth where we don't Never have a forget show. that one. And they, they they do a two hour show for that and you think, Jesus Christ. I mean amazing how they do it. Amazing.
2: <laughs> and i and I, you know, Jason, I I download all the pods and I listen I I I look at that one and I go Oh, another two two hours, six minutes, right. <laughs> and I, I never, I, I listen, and I think I'll listen to the first half hour, and then that'll be it. And then and then another question will come up, and I'll think, yep. I don't want to hear the answer to this, son. You know, <laughs> yeah. but it's great stuff.
1: Great Yeah, stuff. the be, the best thing that's happened for me, because obviously years ago when the pods were on, I was on the road driving every day, so it was brilliant to get you through. But now that I obviously have my own shop, and I'm, I can't sit with headphones in my head, but... YouTube, the way it's now on YouTube for me is great because I have my laptop and work and I, I literally can watch the shows now and work and then just pause it, you know, if a customer comes in. So it's, it's great, the YouTube, and uh, it's always good to, you know, put faces to the the voices as well, you know. So no, it's, think, it's a great, great show. I yeah.
0: think also now because of the YouTube and, and obviously when we started doing the, the radio edition, once you can start having interaction with listeners on the spot, that, yeah. that well when when you know as you say you, you tweet out for questions but once you start going live and you you give an answer then there'll always be something coming straight back at you and, yeah. and that helps the the flow of the show I think as well immensely yeah, no, yeah. that's brilliant all right jace carl right.
2: right come on then final let's have predictions uh for end of season here we go right ready quick fire premier league winners liverpool Chelsea. I'll go Man City. <laughs> <That's> good. <But laughs> I think
0: FA Liverpool, Cup. I, I hate them, but Liverpool were just brilliant to watch. They I
2: mean,
1: really. Yeah, they, they are, are they? Are. Watch, nice. yeah. uh, what about the FA Cup? FA I Cup. Thought about that? Chelsea. they Chelsea will always get home draws against Woking. Chelsea will get Woking, Peterborough, uh, Sunderland. Then Sunderland. Sunderland. they'll get a semi semi final against. Norwich City, and then uh, Arsenal yeah. in the final or something.
2: Jace <laughs> FA Cup, Leicester City. Okay. Well, considering the fact that two weeks ago I turned on Sky Sports and all four pundits said that West Ham are definitely going to win a trophy
1: this year. <laughs> it's got to be them. Uh, League Cup. Spurs. After what Jason said earlier, and going Spurs. Oh, he's inspired you. He has.
0: I'm. I'm. I'm I'm optimistic Let's just say I'm optimistic (laughs) Optimistic I won't go the whole hog But I'm optimistic It's Tottenham
2: Liverpool's still in it Chelsea's still in it I've got I can't I can't look beyond Either of those two We'll
0: Um, win it We'll win it As long as we don't play Chelsea Yeah
2: I
1: agree
2: I agree Yeah And then uh, What's the other one Checker trade
1: Yeah what, do, they, what do you call that? <laughs> um, what do, do you call do that they... massive team that's in it? Is it Azerbaijan Athletic or something? <laughs> Karabag or something? Karabag. Karabag Athletic. Do, do the Europa League teams drop into it? No. Yeah. No. They yes, don't.
2: they do.
1: Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I didn't think that happened. I think they do. <laughs> I, I. I thought we were on an easy run to play Roma in the final.
2: Oh, I don't know. Joe, I, actually, no, I don't know. Ro, yeah.
0: Roma, Roma will win the, the Yeah,
2: Joe, no, Joe's don't, held it. I don't, no, don't care. There was a question on Twitter. Someone put, would you rather finish top four or win the uh, conference, whatever it's called? And people were saying, oh, uh, you know, course conference because it's a trophy. Top four is not a trophy. Oh, the, the way I view it, Jay, Jason, we're running over time now, but the way I view it is when you walk into work, <laughs> right? When you walk into work... If you're top four, then you look at the fans of the Man Uniteds and the, and the and the teams that didn't get it'll be a West Ham and Arsenal, and you put your finger in their nose and you go ah top four. Well, you walk into work and go we've won the conference, Europa <laughs> Conference. They laugh at you. I know, so I'm having top four all day long. Uh, and, Guys, my, my battery's uh, Are going we getting to go top four?
1: So, obviously, go on the coal, I was going to say. Sorry, my battery's going to go of 1% left, just in case. Right. right,
2: well, we're done. I think we're done. Guys, we're thanks ever so much.
0: Good to catch Good to up. With...
2: Lovely. So we'll on, again. Cheers, boys. Good, Good see you. Lovely. Come on, you Cheers, boys. Bye. Bye.